This is the M6P with your host, Andy Kirby. And Jared Mayo. You know, everything. <laughs> so oh, I'm, doing, I'm doing good. How are you doing, Andy I'm doing, I'm doing good, thank you. Now that the pleasantries are out of the way, I have two things I need to ask you about. Oh, no. Okay, before we before we started recording, just a second ago, you, you talked to, that somebody who you knew was doing a fat cut. That's, fat number, cut. that's number one. I want you to explain what this is. I've never heard this term before. Um, and then number two... Um, I'm I'm desperate to talk politics with you just real quick with these Kavanaugh hearings. No, <laughs> I don't, don't want to alienate our viewers. I don't know if you know this, but M6P the P stands for politics. <laughs> yeah, but I think we've been pretty coy about you know uh, the politics part was always that we used to have segments of the show that would have political terms. You know, like we would call our fans the body politic or we would do the state of the union, which was kind of like, you know, what was going on in the Marvel Universe. We uh, never really got into, you know, uh, you know, Obama versus Romney or, or Trump versus Clinton. We never really did that. That's that's highly debatable from what I hear from our fans. <laughs> oh, are they always messaging you and not me? All the time. All the time. You have no idea. <laughs> Wow, I have to check the email account a little more closely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, they're always saying, "Andy, what do you think about this candidate? Andy, what do you think about this political situation?" Goodness, it never ends. I, okay, but let's be honest. I usually check the email account and say, "Hey, Andy, we got an email." <laughs> that is honest. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, I'm actually just joking. Everything I just said was a lie. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> four hail marys. <laughs> All right, so. Fat cut. What is that? So uh, I started my own online coaching, personal training, nutrition, you know, consultant group or business or whatever you may call it called Muscles by Mayo. You can find us on Facebook. And um, so one of the things that I have a client wants to lose some weight. And so I call that fat cutting. So she... Um, had started with me a couple months ago and said, you know, Jared, this is why I want to hit this goal. I want to look like this. I want to lose this much weight. And I said, all right. So I came up with a plan for her that included exercise and nutrition. And today she finished her fat cut and she uh, got new pictures. Uh, and I compared the before and after. And they tell you, her stomach is, that's what she really loves is her stomach. She just wanted like a nice trim cut stomach. And she was never fat to begin with, you know. She was uh, in great shape. She was athletic, but she just wanted to knock that extra ten pounds off and wasn't quite sure how to do it. How, how so that, long? How long did it take? Well, she wanted to. She didn't want to go crazy. She wanted to kind of take it easy. Sure. So it's probably taken her. And like I said, she wasn't overweight. If you're overweight, you're going to lose weight faster than somebody that's not overweight, that's yeah. kind of in shape and doesn't have a lot to lose. Okay. If that makes sense. Yeah. Um, so she took a few months. I would say probably about three months. Um, okay. But she kind of hit 
she's kind of maintained. She's kind of hit her her weight goal of about 145. Sure. Uh, um, and she's been there for about almost a month now. So she's just was finally like, all right, I think I'm happy with 145. Right on. So right on. That's fantastic. Congratulations to you and her. Yeah, but and that's why I told her. She was like, thank you so much. And I said, you did it. <laughs> I, I, you know, you're the one that had to, you know, you watched what you ate and you were at the gym, you know, four days a week. So all I did was tell you what to do, but it's all about, you know, your internal motivation and actually – you know, a lot of people say the hardest part of going to the gym is going to the gym. Like, the biggest thing is just showing up. Do you think so, or do you think it's knowing what to do? I think, well, see, for me, like, it's weird if I don't go to the gym. I just feel, like, on Sundays I don't work out, and I just feel off all day because I'm not in the gym. But before I got like that, I felt like a fish out of water, and I didn't know what to do in the gym. I always felt like I was in the gym, and everybody was watching me because I didn't know what I was doing. But in reality, everyone at the gym is not concerned about anyone else. <laughs> they're not watching anyone unless they're making a grunting noise or they're standing on the machines backwards or something. You know, no so how, one is. So I, I think you already told me this, but like, how um, how did you learn all all that? Oh, man, I've hired so many trainers over the years. Uh, I think I've had five different trainers. And gotcha. so I learned all kinds of exercises, but none of them really ever quite got the nutrition part with me. My last trainer that I had really um, just gave me the education and taught me. And so uh, I, I, like, I know what I'm doing now, and I continue to educate myself and, and keep up on, on what's going on in the health and nutri- nutrition Industry. So, are you a licensed, or are you looking into becoming a licensed fitness person? Yeah. So you can do online coaching and nutrition advice and all that stuff without a you know a piece of paper. If you want to do personal training, like in the gym, doing the exercise with people, you're supposed to have a license. And I do not have a license to do that. Gotcha. So I'm not. I'm not. I'm, this actually is not an advertisement. I'm, I'm just mystified by all this. So, like, how much would it cost? Like, how much do your services cost? How much does an in-person uh, train? What is it called? A, a professional personal trainer? How much? Does it, what am I looking at here? Well, thank. Uh, no, I totally. Andy and I did not talk about this before the show. Of I need you to plug this at all. No, um, no. I'm. I'm thinking like I'm. You know what? Maybe if I come into some money or something, you know, who knows? I could. I, I would love to go back to 145. <laughs> well, uh, I don't. I, with your height, you should probably be a little more than 145. <laughs> but, um, so, online coaching, which is what I do, you know, I come up with a nutrition plan based on um, what you what you currently are eating, what your goals are, all that kind of stuff. It's always personalized. It's never just. Uh, you know, run it through the computer and hope that it works for you, along with an education, um, an educational workout plan, and you get access to me whenever you need it. I, I really believe in teaching people as they go along. The, my first few trainers didn't teach me anything, and my last trainer, he just was like, I believe in teaching. You know, we're working through this together. So I'm all about, like, I text all my clients throughout the week, we're emailing, I'm sending them videos, all kinds of stuff. Um, I charge $70 a month for that, uh, and if you go to uh, our local gym, that is a chain, 
they charge $80 an hour sure. for working out. That is no nutrition. That's no uh, meal plan. That's no, you know, you get the whatever questions you have in that hour you ask, but they're not really nutrition-based. It's all about this is how you do the ab crunch machine. This is how you work out on this. So I think it's I think it's pretty affordable. <laughs> Man, I, I would have to say that like I don't know. I mean, how do you, how do you do the nutrition part of it? Like, how do you say what are you eating, and like how do you get a good sense for that, and how do you know what's best to to do? Well, I think that's just really from you know almost five years of learning everything, not everything, but learning as much as I can to figure out this is how you know there's a science behind it how much protein you have, how much carbs you have, how much fat you have, your total calories combined with fiber and water. You can you can almost do it at will by by understanding the science behind it and what you're you're willing to do. Huh. Huh. What? Yeah, I was the same way cuz my first few trainers, I was like just throwing my money at them, beating my head against the wall, and then my last one just really under explain the science to me and like wow I'm really getting in good shape now so Pete is the man Pete was my trainer great guy right on right on okay well, I would ask you something oh no speaking of titles am I am I talking to a vice president <laughs> no not yet <laughs> no well, fill, fill our fans in fill the body politic on you, I mean, I would obviously be the president, and you would be my vice, but... Right, obviously, yeah. But what's going on, man? No, there's... I I don't know how many people... This is going to sound ridiculous, but <laughs> there's, there may be some people at work that listen to the show, so I can't say too much. Um, but there, there's a chance that I'll get a promotion very soon. So that's that's really that's really all it is. Um, uh I don't know how much more I can say. I there's there's going to be um, some departments changing hands. I'm going to get a whole lot more responsibilities. And uh, my boss's boss had lunch with me, and he was like, "You know, obviously I want you to do this. Are you interested?" And it would be a higher title. And I mean, unless I'm missing something, that would be the next title. So we'll see. And so with a new title, do you get a new? placard for your desk <laughs> i don't even have one do you have a desk i have a desk i, I yeah i actually have two desks uh they're glued together <laughs> no, no placard no it's it's a weird setup i'm i'm like the only uh director that's not at corporate um i'm at a second facility and i kind of run this facility and there's a couple people that there's several people that aren't under me here but pretty much all my team is over here um, this would be doubling my employee staff. Um, it would be quite a quite a big thing, and then they would have to they would have to look for new office space to try to fit everybody together. And so it, it is it is quite a big change. And so that he would have to uh, my boss's boss would have to talk to many people to figure out where departments are going to geographically move and all that kind of stuff. So it t- it takes time. It takes time. So your your title right now is director. Right. 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 Okay. Right. So, all right, well, if this comes through, let me know because, you know, maybe for Christmas you might get a placard. <laughs> I can't Still, wait. You know, I might <laughs> throw a GoFundMe on the M6P Facebook page and, and we might get, get, get you a placard. We're going to blinged out. 
You embarrass me by this conversation. I'm getting embarrassed. Why? That's all. how many how many friends um, from college do you know that are vice presidents? I don't know. I don't have that many friends. <laughs> I, well, okay, not friends, but pe- that's why I didn't say friends. I said people you know. Oh, oh my, my bad, my bad. Um, I know. I don't think I have any either. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. I don't. I don't. You know, I, I don't know. I got. I can't talk about this. I'm very. Uh, I'm embarrassed. Oh, well, I think it's really cool. If I was a vice president, I would probably get it tattooed on my forehead. <laughs> like the Joker. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe I'll just get you like a shirt that says, I'm the vice president. <laughs> I, okay, I will say this. I will say this. I was having lunch with my mom one day, and I, nope. I, I really don't... I really don't walk around here like, oh, I'm the boss, and I like I really don't do that. I, I make sure that everybody knows that the only reason I'm somewhat successful is because I have a great team and they're successful, and you know all that kind of stuff. So sure. I was eating, eating lunch with my mom, and it was a serious conversation, and she was like, oh, you have to go, you you have to go, your boss is gonna wonder where you are, you have to go. And I looked at her, and I never do this, but because it was my mom, I was like, mom, I don't think you understand. I'm the boss. <laughs> like, I have the rest of the day. <laughs> but she still didn't. She still didn't get it, and she still doesn't believe me. So, you know. Oh, she's probably proud. She doesn't want her her Andy to get a big head. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And I don't want that either. <laughs> I don't want that either. All right. So now that you've effectively shut down our uh, our <laughs> our pre-show banter. Uh, <laughs> Because you got embarrassed? <laughs> <laughs> this is the M6P. You can visit our website at theM6P.com. You can follow us on Twitter uh, at the M6P. And you can email us at M6PLLC at gmail.com. You can hit us up on all the social media sites, but especially on Facebook under the M6P. It includes Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, all that fun stuff. Um, you can give us a call. And be a part of our show by calling 616-755-TINA. You leave a message with a question or a comment or, you know, if you're a vice president of something, let us know that too. And uh, we will play your message on the show. Yes, yeah, so I would like to know how many of our, how many of our listeners, uh, you know, how many are managers, supervisors, vice presidents, presidents, CEOs, CFOs, CTOs, COOs, whatever else is out there. I don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we are we are sponsored by DCBService.com, Discount Comic Book Service. Go there and get your pre-orders. Um, I got to say, I'm really enjoying the Spider-Man titles, um, and I like the Punisher, and I'm liking the Fantastic Four that I've read so far. And so there's plenty of books out there that are Gaining some speed, getting some interest. So go to DCBService.com, get your pre-orders in, and you can get 40% off your Marvel books. Great service. Uh, Also check out Community Retail Partnership. Their website is CRPSavings.com. If you're looking for savings at Office Depot and Office Max, so this might be geared toward those vice presidents out there. If you're looking to save money at Office Depot or Office Max, check out our sponsor, CRPSavings.com. For $39 a lifetime, they will hook you up with the best deals that Office Depot and Office Max has to offer. So check them out. Also, for those vice presidents, check out michaelwebbsolutions.com. 
for all of your internet building and social media needs, michaelwebsolutions.com is the place to go. And lastly, if you want some amazing Marvel trade uh, graphic novels, you're going to want to check out themarvelousbox.com. So they're a subscription service, uh, and you give them $25, and they give you over $100 worth of Marvel graphic novels. It's, it's just kind of insane, really. Uh, but uh, we just sent out our last box this week. Uh, we had Old Man Logan in some of the boxes. We had Infinity Gauntlet. Uh, we had Civil War. Uh, we had some epic collections. We had some great, great stuff, and I've got some left over for the next box, too. So you're definitely going to want to subscribe to themarvelousbox.com. We did well this uh, this quarter doing the Marvelous Box. There were a lot of subscriptions, a lot of good books going out there. Yeah, it's fun. I mean, and the best part is I love getting an email or a video or a Facebook message that says, oh, my gosh, I got my box. I'm so excited. I love what was in it or, you know, I... And we get those a lot, so that that's like the best thank you. We love that. All right, so on the docket tonight, sir, we have five books we can talk about. I know you didn't get to Sp- Spider-Geddon Zero, but um, <laughs> Death of Inhumans, number three, Extermination, number three, Return of Wolverine, number one, and Infinity Wars, number three. What would you like to tackle? Dude, have you watched Iron Fist season two? No, I have not. Is it good? Oh. I just finished this week. I'm super behind, but I just uh, realized that wasn't on the schedule. <laughs> have, have you watched any of it? Uh, no, uh-uh. Oh. Not at all. <laughs> Did you know it was out? I I heard it was out, and actually I didn't know that, that uh, Daredevil Season 3 is coming out on the 19th of October. I know. you got to get to Iron Fist 2 before you get to Daredevil. They're like cranking these babies out. Okay, so is it good? I try and let you watch it before I talk about my thoughts on it. <laughs> I always do that. Because my wife asked me that, too. She said, because I always watch the Marvel Netflix shows first, and then we watch them together. And she said, was it good? And I said, I will not tell you. Because <laughs> I just think it clouds your, your thoughts. Mm, you know that you and I differ a lot anyway, right? Right, but I just, I don't want to even give an inclination that you would be like, oh, well, Jared did say this, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like that uh, I like that noise you made. <laughs> I know how you do down there in Louisiana. You know, vice president and hoity-toity now. Probably going to be too good to even do this podcast anymore. Sadly, sadly, we haven't, <laughs> we haven't finished Luke Cage season two. We haven't finished Jessica Jones season two, and so we're really far behind. You we got like we got like four four episodes left of Luke Cage season two. Oh, but look, see, we just finished that together, but we binged it within about three days because there's so many moving pieces. You have to watch it all together. Yeah, I guess so, but it's just like it's such a. If they made them forty five minutes instead of like fifty five minutes, it's just ten minutes too long. I fall asleep every single time. Well, but you work a lot, and you've got a ton of kids and a farm, so you're tired. <laughs> yes, yes, right? that is that is that is correct. Yeah, I mean, I ain't lying. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm lying, I'm dying. <laughs> well, uh, you know, I don't know that we'll be able to cover all those books tonight. Probably but not. You, uh, you, you so tell I me. Have not done anything with Spider Geddon. Okay. Uh, so tell me maybe a little bit about what is 
what's behind the scenes and then what happened in this zero issue okay let me just tell you that amazing spider-man right now is written by nick spencer the art is by ryan otley and it has nothing to do with spider getting okay okay so then we have chip zadarsky and andy kubert doing uh the peter pa- peter parker spectacular spider-man and that has nothing to do with spider getting <laughs> but you and i have met christos gage do you remember no didn't we where okay maybe it's not you and i i've met christos gage are you comic book friends with someone else <laughs> years and years ago oh. <laughs> and we both like the art don't we both like the art of clayton, clayton crane or no yes i do oh, okay all right so anyway he my friend christos gage and i have his email address like right here on my desk I'm not going to give it out. Um, He is doing this book, which is a follow-up to Spider-Verse. But I have to say, I don't understand why we have this. It doesn't (laughs) doesn't connect to anything. We don't need it. It feels like too soon. It's a follow-up to Dan Slott's run. I mean, I like Gage. I like him as a person. I like him as a writer. But what are we doing? It kind of seems like a way to showcase this... uh, new spider-man 4 or spider-man ps4 game with the white spider on the the, i think that's it right okay yeah 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 so yeah you know this zero this zero issue was basically uh uh doc ock spider-man recruiting this other peter parker from the ps4 world and that's spider-man is the new superior i mean he's back as superior spider-man right he was Superior Spider-Man, but not in the ama- not in the Amazing comic. Well, because there's a Superior Spider-Man comic book that's going to have its own title again. So I'm assuming that's Doc Ock. Yeah, probably. But it's it's two different costumes. Like this costume in the this comic book is from when Slot was writing it. Gotcha. So yeah. the other one, the other one coming up is like a green and white one, right? I. Uh, the cover also had his old costume like so i don't know if it was a variant or or what's going on with that oh i see okay well maybe it's leading up to that who knows anyway you didn't miss much here but i'll keep you i'll keep you posted <laughs> well you're a big so you're a big spider-man guy you are the spider-man fan um so spider-geddon and then spider-verse you know, there's all these you know a thousand versions of spider-man what are your thoughts on that well, I don't. I don't really like it. I mean, I just want as I like Peter Parker Spider Man. That's what I like. I like him, and I actually like the the current um, title, Amazing Spider Man. It's not perfect, but I like it, and I like reading about that dude. So if I have him, I don't necessarily need him interacting with a bunch of other Peter Parker Spider Men everywhere, or Pinder, or whoever. Uh, you know, all these other variations of the Peter Parker name. So I, I just, if I was getting a ton of the character that I liked, then maybe I would branch out and get some other stuff like that. But I'm not getting a ton of the character I like, so, you know, it's just more distraction. Right, right. Yeah, do you, so, think, it, it, do you think it cheapens who Spider-Man is because there's so many, he's not as unique because there's so many versions of him? 
Uh, I hadn't thought about it until now, but yeah, I actually do think that. Yeah, that's probably true. I, I remember, you know, Spider-Man, and then we got Spider-Woman, and it was it was such a different take, and it really didn't. Her powers and her personality didn't have anything to do with Peter Parker, and. Then we got uh, another Spider-Woman, Julia Carpenter. Again, nothing to do with Spider-Man, really. And we got Spider-Girl. Okay. And then we got, you know, we always had, like, Peter Porker. And, you know, that was so offbeat. And then we got, you know, some Spider-Man Noir and some other versions. And now it just seems that everyone in the Marvel Universe is a Spider-Man derivative of some sort. I don't know. Yeah, I think it cheapens it. I don't think it. I don't think it's necessary. It's kind of like you can't, you can't think of anything else. Like it, there's, there's no other gimmicks you can use there. What <laughs> I, what I really liked was, um, I liked when Christos Gage was writing and with Slot was writing Avengers Academy. You know, like I don't know, that was good fun. If you're gonna make up new characters, why do they all have to be the same theme? Mm-hmm. Well, but then how? I guess Avengers Academy wasn't super successful either. So I think they'll probably argue both points. Like, we did Spider-Man because everybody likes him, so we just, we're trying to go back to the money pit. (laughs) (laughs) No, I can see that. I guess that's true. But, I mean, eventually they're going to run dry, right? Yeah, and, and, you know, maybe this is also good promotion for the Spider-Verse, you know, movie that comes out in December. Kind of, you know, we'll have some comics with a bunch of Spider-Man in it, and then you can go to the movie theaters and kids can see a movie with a bunch of Spider-Man in it. I'm sure that definitely has something to do with it, yes. So, I mean, I'm looking forward to it. I want, I'm going to take my nephews to uh, to see a Marvel movie that I think is probably going to be... I don't have to watch beforehand, you know, to make sure it's okay. Oh, see, I'm, I was kind of looking forward to it, but as soon as I found out there was going to be multiple... Like, if it was just a Miles Morales movie, it'd be awesome, but I don't think you have to do... Why do we need to see that? You know, like, I think that that really hurts Miles Morales because it's like, hey, I, we know you couldn't stand in your own movie on your own. You're not you're not that good of a character, so we're we're putting other Spider-Man in it, and then that's how we're going to introduce it. And then maybe, maybe you'll be able to stand on your own. I mean, that, that seems pretty, uh, pretty mean, right? When you put it that way. <laughs> so are you reading Death of Inhumans? Uh, I am. I have stuck with that, even though it. I don't really care about it. I mean, did you read? <laughs> did you read that one? Yeah, yeah. I know that we had talked about Vox on the last episode, so I wasn't sure. If, and we both loved him, but I wasn't sure if it was enough to keep you hanging on. Yeah, you know, he's kind of cool, but I mean, he, there wasn't too much of him in this one, and the payoff at the end of this one wasn't a big deal at all to me was it to you well it was surprising i mean i assume that black bolt wasn't killed that you know they they did fix up his his trope but i wasn't expecting black bolt to kill ronan yeah but even still i mean like why why not do that as the payoff like why why would the payoff be beta ray bill well, I, I don't know that Ronan was supposed to be the payoff, but in every issue, an Inhuman has been killed, or a, main, a major character has been killed, and I think Ronan is a fairly major character. He's kind of a big deal. 
Well, yeah, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying, like, at the end, it's like, okay, well, we need help. All right, Beta Ray Bill. Oh, with his beer belly, too. Yeah, it didn't make any sense. He needs to be on the fat cut. (laughs) For his height, though, shouldn't he weigh that much? Well, but he can tone it up. I mean, his arms are wow, and then his belly was, you know, he's had too much mead. (laughs) I don't know how he can even drink with the horse face. (laughs) He's troughing it up with the mead. Exactly, that's how you do it. You just put it in a trough and you go to town. (laughs) (laughs) All right, I think... I'm enjoying it. Oh, are you? You're still enjoying it? Yeah, I like this. It's a different take on the Inhumans, and I don't feel like they're being pushed down my throat. They're actually killing some of them. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's finally... But, I mean, you know, you don't have Soul writing it. You don't have Fraction writing it. So, uh, yeah, it seems like we're on the uptick here. <laughs> they're like, well, Marvel really understood how much people did not like them pushing Inhumans. Let's put out a title called Death of Inhumans. That'll sell. <laughs> Maybe that'll get them to buy it. <laughs> it worked. It worked. It got me. <laughs> All right. Which one you want to tackle next? Uh, what else we got? Did you read Return of Wolverine? I did. Okay. So I just finished that up today. Like right okay. before we got on here. What'd you think? Okay. So I liked it. Obviously, I like I like Soul's writing and I like McNiven's art. Um it was a little difficult for me to understand what was going on. Um, I don't know if he's really in hell or I don't know if it's all fake. Um, or if he's... Are there two stories going on right now? Like, what did you think? I, I was a little lost. Yeah, I don't think he's in hell. <laughs> uh, yeah, but th- doesn't it say that? No, that's the name of the, the book. The story's called that. Oh, chapter one, hell. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, that's just what it's called. No, it looks like he's Persephone, who we met last issue, uh, not in return. Wait, this one is return. What did we meet her in? Yeah, so I just so you know, I haven't read any. This is the first return of Wolverine story I've read. All right, we met her in Hunt. Or Wolver- no, we didn't. We just read it. What did we meet her in? All right. All right. <laughs> is it per- is it Persephone or is that how you spell Persephone or is that not a, even a is that word? How it is? I that's how I read it. Persephone. I bet uh, you. Right. I'm looking it up right now. I mean, this is the guy who used to pronounce Psylocke as Fizzlock. <laughs> right. right. I don't right. think incredible with that. <laughs> No, but I think that he is in her lab, or a lab of, yeah, I think he's in her lab, and, you know, there's an explosion, and she's creating all these, almost like a Mr. Sinister type thing, you know, and he gets out, and then they have to destroy the evidence of everything, but it's like his inner self keeps talking to him, or someone else is talking to him in his mind, and reminding him of different versions of himself, and um, all these characters and cells. But then I, I don't know if it's almost like they're trying to show that all these things in cells are actually parts of his personality, and he's letting them out. Did that's you... kind of what that's kind of what I took away from it. Yeah, that's what I got. So did you like it? I'm on the fence because I don't okay. know enough. It because it really was kind of 
scattered and um, you're not sure. I think you're right. It's Persephone. Now that I'm looking but, at Perse, my name is not Persephone. Persephone. <laughs> well, I think I think that I'm excited though. Uh, like I'm excited about where this goes. It ma- this makes me excited about the X Men again, getting Wolverine back. Yeah. You know, it's been a while since I've read any of the X Men except for Extermination. So I, I'm I'm looking forward to this. Now, what was the Omega Red thing? Right. That was the. It was just you know that that spot on the guy's head, and then the coil came out of his arm, and that was it. So I don't. And what are the three red dots? And he says, "How about this? That's not a door. That's a wall. There's a reason for it." Yeah, I think that I'm guessing that has something to do with her son, the doctor's son. Okay. Okay. I I don't know because it's also there's those three dots on like the garage door, but it almost looks like a paw print. You know, there's just all these clues. They're just keeping us hanging on. You know. So okay, so two more questions I have for you. Number one, what did you think of the his belt on his costume? Those three red buttons that makes a lot of sense to me. The, oh, on his waiter outfit at the end. <laughs> That's terrible. Do you do you not like his costume? No, like is he about to bring me the the cheesy biscuits at Red Lobster or something? What's he doing? <laughs> So I'm looking at this page right here, and I see, I see his new costume, and then in the faded memory, I see his yellow and blue costume, and I'm thinking his yellow and blue costume is so much better. <laughs> yes, sir. Now, now this, you know, Nick McNiven here, his art I generally like, but um, maybe I didn't like the inker on this because. It seemed a lot more. There was a, a ton of like cross hatching and stuff. Even Wolverine's you... face looks different. Yeah. But I don't yeah. know if maybe that's just part of growing as an artist. You know, your style tends to change a little bit. Because it's Jay Leistein, and he's inked his stuff before. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it just doesn't seem like the death of wolverine like you know so death of wolverine happened what three years ago two years ago i think it's almost four now okay and so i clearly remember what he looks like when he's in that bar in madripoor and this is it's almost like a different artist yeah i i watched a video of jay lightstein inking this on facebook uh, he seemed to be sticking pretty close to the art. Huh. Maybe I just don't like his face. I mean, his face is like... On this last page where he says, then let's go meet the devil. He's got so much hair, and his face looks like it's peeking through a pillow. <laughs> it's, uh, it's just weird. He looks like... He looks like old... Old man Logan. Like a, like a, like a catcher's mitt face like he smoked a ton oh yeah definitely i think it it reminds me of barry windsor smith wolverine back in marvel uh comics presents that's how he drew him Hmm. so maybe he's taken some inspiration but he looks very haggard yeah will you continue to read this book 
uh, even if you don't like it. Oh yeah, I gotta I gotta know how my man comes back. <laughs> right? Aren't you gonna do it? Yeah, probably am. Yeah, you, yep. this kind of got you excited about it. Yeah, it did. And see, like all those other books about like Daredevil searching for Wolverine and everything, I was like, "Well, this doesn't make any sense to me. I don't, I don't even care about all this. I'll just wait until he comes back, and then I'll get the." But he's not going to be on the Uncanny X Men team, is he? The he's promos I saw, he wasn't there. Yeah, he's not on any of the even the variant covers. So it's crazy. I don't know. Maybe, I'm hoping maybe they're just like we don't want you to know. You know, because he's not technically back yet, and they've already revealed the cover. Right. But you right. gotta help Wolverine. It's, you know, Avengers without Captain America, it's just not Avengers. Sure. X-Men without Wolverine, it's just not. Oh, speaking of X-Men, the Dark Phoenix trailer came out today. Oh, how's it look? Terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Did you think it would be good? No, I really thought that Disney was going to say... We're just not even going to release this. <laughs> but, yeah, I don't think... Uh, but I think, you know, when you've got that many millions invested, well, we'll try and make something back, you know? So this is with the same cast as what has... I haven't even seen uh, Apocalypse yet. <laughs> you're, you're just not missing... But, but think about, you know, there's, there's no Marvel movie that you would ever go two or three years without seeing, you know? Like, I gotta know what's going on. But right. With these, yeah. No Marvel like, Studios movie. Yeah, you're right. Absolutely. Right, but with this these Fox X Men movies, like meh, not good. I know. It's awful. Right. It's just it's like you know Mystique and Beast with guest starring Storm, Nightcrawler, and Cyclops. You know. <laughs> no, I just don't know anybody that ever wanted a psych, uh, you know, a Beast and Mystique movie. You know, nobody's demanded that. And they've really played out the Magneto Xavier thing since X-Men number one. We we get it. There's so many other characters. Let's focus on... It's just Cyclops and Storm, you know? or It's like, you know, a lot of people have said this trailer made them think that they're trying to remake X-Men The Last Stand. Oh, fantastic. That was was the best one. Because it's all about Gene. Like, oh man, if she even, when she goes Dark Phoenix, if she even goes in her closet and grabs a long red leather coat, I'm just going to walk out of the theater and just done. <laughs> <laughs> I, I finally finished Deadpool 2. Okay. It, it, was, it was okay. I thought the first one was better, actually. Um, this one was less silly, but it was... It didn't showcase anybody's humanity and how broken he was, you know? Mm. Cable was okay. Domino was... Domino wasn't good, but Zazzy Beats was good. <laughs> now, how do you say that? Because she was... She was fun, but that's not who Domino is. I mean, like, just carefree and just doing whatever and like, all right, let's do this. Okay, let's try this. That's not Domino. She's, like, pretty intense, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, she was fun, but uh, and I was, I was, <laughs> I did think it was fantastic that all of X Force just got killed. Oh, I didn't know that that was gonna happen. <laughs> oh yeah, my heart just dropped in the theater. <laughs> mm. What did you think of Juggernaut? Uh, him as a character was good, but like it was totally CGI and. 
you know, it was okay. It was it it wasn't bad. I give Juggernaut like a six, you know, out of ten. <laughs> How about you? You better not tell him that. <laughs> no, I, I was you... excited that you know this was the closest to the comic book Juggernaut, you know, after the X Men: The Last Stand. So I was I was good with it. But yeah, it was okay. CGI. I'm glad that um, Russell's character, the kid, was actually a comic book character. Right. Fire Fist or whatever. <laughs> what a name. <laughs> what a name. <laughs> yeah. I wanted. To, I definitely was surprised that X-Force died because Shatterstar is one of my favorites. I wanted to see him do a little bit more, but we'll see what happens. Do, do you think a long shot would, would make a good... Like, do you think Longshot would be good instead of Shatterstar, or no? I never really cared for Longshot. They're almost the same character, man. Well, Longshot's his dad. And Shatterstar's his dad. Right. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I explained that in a movie. <laughs> hey, Peter David somehow did it in the comic, so it's possible. I'm still, my head is still not wrapped around it. <laughs> He's getting his own right. series too, Shatterstar. Yeah, but like for ongoing, it's an ongoing series. Uh, it, you know, Marvel's very finicky. Sometimes they'll say it's ongoing, and then by issue one, they'll say, "Oh, five. <laughs> it's not really ongoing. Ha ha! We tricked you." <laughs> All right, you want to do extermination? Let's finish up with extermination. I mean, Infinity Wars. Just real quick, like, I don't. It's terrible. I don't. I don't care for it. Right? Oh man, it is. It Are is. we on the same page, you and me? Yes. The art is very pretty, but the only thing that I can think of this is they're trying to say that half of the population is uh, gone, but it's because people were combined. Right? Right. Yeah. That's. It's weird. It. It is, and it's just even you know you might like the art, but I'm. I, we talked about last episode that the the coloring or something with the the old school dots is just I'm done with that. I can't tell what's going the, on. The page layouts are the worst part about it. I don't know what's up. I had big hopes. They are dashed. Big dashed hopes. All right, Got so it. we're done with that. Infinity Wars three. I may drop this book. I, I don't. If we're not going to review it on the show, I'm not going to read it. All right. We don't need okay. We can read the summary on Wikipedia. That sounds good. I like that. All right. Extermination. Yeah, so Extermination, I'm liking this art. It's some good stuff. This I think his name's Pepe. We talked about that last time, didn't we? Uh, yeah, and when I was reading this, I was like, man, this is some fantastic art. Yeah, who did we com- We compared it to? What's his name? Last episode. From uh, he did all new X Men, and then you said he retired. Yeah, Stuart Eminem. Yes, yes, that's who. It was. He does have a Stuart Eminem feel, and I I don't know if it's the colors or if it's I don't know, but very much so. Yeah, I think the page layouts are pretty good too. His perspective, you know, is from some angles that I haven't seen in a while in some books. It's not flat, so I'm definitely enjoying the art. The story yeah, is I think it's too, too bad. You know. No, no, it's not. I'm very interested to see where it goes. I'm not trudging through this. Yeah. So, so explain to me a couple things. Like, what happens when somebody becomes a hound? I mean, like, all of a sudden we have 
Shatterstar and Nightcrawler and Old Man Logan becoming hounds, right? Yeah, apparently yeah, these apparently kids, Maxime and Manon, Manon are are uh, like uh, expediting the hound process for Ahab. You know, usually it's a much longer process, but he's got these two kids, and they've been able to make the, the his sleeper people become hounds much quicker. Old Man Logan and and Nightcrawler and Shatterstar, and uh, they're kind of they have to follow Ahab's whims in tracking down and hunting mutants. And that's what they're doing. <laughs> so, so is Ahab from another alternate reality, uh, another dimension? Yeah, he's from an alternate future, and he enslaved Rachel Summers as a hound. Okay, so Cable is from six one six, but Ahab is not. Cable is from the future, and so is Ahab. Well, every future is a different timeline. You know, because it's okay. an alternate timeline. So when Cable was born in, um, what was that? Uncanny X-Men 201, I think. When he was born and, you know, there was 616 Cable. And so then they took him to the future. And so then he was raised in the future. And then he came back in the past. But there's different futures that he... You know, he's time traveled all over the place to be in different, different futures with different characters. Okay, he's traveled all over the place to be in different futures with different characters. I mean, he's been in Ahab's future. He's been in Bishop's future. He's been in every future you can think of. All over the, you know, the Deadpool movie future. It's all kinds of places that this dude's been. <laughs> this dude's been everywhere. And yeah. strife. <laughs> yeah, then throw up strife. And now we got this baby cable, this teenage cable who killed original cable. Yeah, what do you think about him? I'm going to need some explanation. Because he's going to be in the new X-Force title. It's gonna oh, is he? Yeah, okay. it's going to be the old school X-Force, but with this guy as cable. Like, what? So what? Is, there's some redemption story there, because there's no reason that old school X-Force would ever go along with this guy. Right, especially after, I mean, he killed their leader, right? Yeah, he killed their leader, and the team is looking to find him, to take him out. So there's something that we just don't know yet. You know, mind manipulation, or who knows. So we'll see. Okay. We'll see. So, so are, are you into this story or not? If it's going to get the young kids back to the past, I'm all for it. Just get them out of here. <laughs> Get him out of here. And I love Ahab. Ahab is just bad. You know? He's just a nasty guy. So, uh, why, do you li- why do you like him so much? Because, I mean, i got to be honest, he's kind of a corny villain to me. I always like those future despot kind of guys. You know, Apocalypse, Strife, Ahab, um, M-Plate, all those guys that are from these alternate futures. That you know, there's this dystopian, everything is just a mess kind of thing, and uh, the whole concept of him also then using other mutants as almost slaves to track down mutants. I think that's a pretty cool concept that he's been able to, like that's his his gig, you know. So obviously, it's it's somewhat reversible to get these hounds uh, back because. We have Rachel, and 
I'm assuming because I've seen the covers of some of the other things like Shatterstar and and uh, Nightcrawler, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so was that an impact or no? Should it matter or no? That they're hounds. Yes. I mean, it's, I mean, it's it happened to Rachel, happened to Rachel you know, 30 years, years ago, and it's years, still affecting her today. So these could be some permanent, permanent lasting effects on these characters. Is it similar to like being a, um, one of Apocalypse's four horsemen? Yeah, that'd be a good comparison. And it looks okay. like from the the preview covers that that's going to be what happens in Uncanny X Men when it launches. Is that there's going to be some new Horsemen of Apocalypse? Oh, I see. So we'll see what happens. Are you are you enjoying this? I am. I am. I, I don't know a ton of what's going on. Like, I don't know the backstory and everything. Obviously, I understand what they're presenting to me. Um, but it's fun, and the art is great, and it seems to be moving along. And, uh, like, right now, we're in the mi- the very middle of the series, and everybody is all split up and everything. So I think that the pacing is good, and the story is good. Um, I'd like a little bit more answers about what everybody wants. I'm not sure anybody's motivation at this point. I don't like Kitty's hair. I think that that's awful. <laughs> Me too. But but other than that, I think it's good. I'm with you. I'm with you. We see that we're agreeing on this. Oh, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> well, I think we are. We're probably almost out of time here. If we're done, um, is, did you have anything else you wanted to say? I don't think so. Because I know you got a hot date. I so. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, thank you for joining us. This is the M6P. You can uh, visit our website, theM6P.com. You can look us up on Twitter at theM6P. You can email us at m6plc at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook and YouTube and Instagram and Twitter and all kinds of stuff under the M6P. You can also be a part of our show by giving us a call at 616-755-TINA. Leave us a message and we'll play it on the air. All right. We are sponsored by DCBService.com, Discount Comic Book Service, DCBService.com. Go there, pre-order all your Marvel titles, and get 40% off. For all of your discounts at Office Depot and Office Max, check out Community Retail Partnership at www.crpsavings.com Also check out michaelwebsolutions.com And for the best graphic novel Graphic novel, not a graphic navel That would be bad (laughs) Graphic novel blind box subscription service Check out themarvelousbox.com Alright, thank you sir And until next time, this is the M6P